Hello, hello, hello. Welcome all. Episode 6, Halfcock Podcast. Jeffrey Daughtry here with you. My boy Powerman5000. Big Bad Banes to my right. What's up, motherfuckers? What's up, fellas? What's going on? A big week. Big? How big? I think a sizably... Taco Fall big? <laughs> sizably <laughs> large week. Uh, we had some pretty interesting fights on Saturday night, to say the least. Holy shit. We had some interesting free agent moves in the NBA. Bye-bye, Kawhi. We had some interesting free agent moves and trades go on in the nhl i don't want to talk about it yeah (laughs) we'll get to you later um but first off jeffrey how was your weekend what'd you get up to personally Uh, personally well i had a few clan meetings smacked a few bitches up uh basically (laughs) usual usual weekend nothing too new or exciting where do you go for your your Callwood contingent of the Ku Klux Klan, where does that come into play? Drop you a pin 27 minutes prior to meeting, and uh, you have to be there, or be square, as the kids say. Jesus you... Christ. Yeah. I I got some texts the other day uh, from a concerned family member who from listened who? to the podcast. A concerned family member, I won't say who. We'll leave it at that. And uh, he, or she, <laughs> said that... Uh, he liked most of the stuff, uh, except for the racist bits, and thought that we should have maybe hashtagged it far right. And... <laughs> I mean, I don't recall ever saying anything racist no. thus far. <laughs> we have said the word black a few times and talk a lot about dicks, but... Yeah, that's just talking about dicks. That's not racist. But I would that's like to say once and for all... There's nothing wrong with that. I need to set whatsoever. the record straight. I am not racist, and I can speak for myself and two-thirds of the Halfcock podcast when I say that. What the fuck are you trying to say? <laughs> well, you just admitted to a clan meeting. Well, doesn't mean. Well, I guess it would imply. But, uh... <laughs> well, we got off to a bang. This is also start a here. comedy podcast. That was a joke. <laughs> um, Neither did I hit a few bitches. There was only one. That part. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say there was one. Um, <laughs> she deserved it. Why don't we hop right into the UFC fight that we saw on Saturday? Oh my. I watched the whole card stone cold sober. I remember everything. This is the first time this has ever happened to me. So, so AIDS has been a good thing for you, is what um, you're saying. Things are looking up. <laughs> no doubt. Positive at yeah. least. Yeah. <laughs> HIV positive. I've been drinking and saving money. But I'm bumped. Sorry. Uh, why don't we get you to break down a couple of the fights and just uh, see uh, see your thoughts there? Um, we'll start with our our boy. We put the money on. We put money on Ben Askren. Big bad um, Ben. He's still knocked out. Uh, it's four days later. It was a three-second knockout. Rest in you, peace. I don't know if you guys saw the fight or not, but Jorge Masvidal just looked him down, left to right, charged at him through a flying knee, and the official fight was over in five seconds. Uh, I saw the fight. It was a, it was a gif. Playing <laughs> yeah, I, on I, saw, I saw it as a gif. You saw the whole fight. Yeah. That was it. No, yeah. It was, um, it was unreal. He ran across the cage. Ben Askren... Um, not a stand-up fighter. He's a wrestler. He shoots for double-leg takedowns constantly. And uh, I guess Jorge and his team worked on this. And um, I guess Ben charged full full gore. Full gore. Full bore. <laughs> Adam and um, Jorge knew it was coming. Hit him with a flying knee right in the mouth. Like I said, five seconds in. Clean out. Landed probably two absolute haymaker bombs at the end. <laughs> just to break his jaw a little bit there. Yeah. And it was... Probably the best knockout I've ever seen in my life, and I watched a lot of fights, and that was there's, amazing. There's some legit hatred between those guys. Like, oh, yeah. Ben Askren came into uh, the UFC. His first fight was controversial. It was a controversial win. <laughs> and he talked so much shit for his second fight. 
which I love, by the way. Oh, Once again, we fan. had our money on him. We love him. <laughs> we lost. Um, we lost, yeah. Once again. But uh, it was it was, it was was devastating. It was <laughs> devastating. And the thing for me is, like, you, you want to look at it and be like, oh, my God, that's just lucky. But it takes a lot of skill to know yeah. when you're going to fly that knee. And he obviously saw something right as yeah. Askren dropped his body. I, so I saw on Twitter his co- one of his coaches posted probably two hours after the fight. They, saw, they showed videos of him drilling it for the past a week. Um, oh really? So that's twenty five. So yeah, it was, he was working on that. That was the whole plan the whole time. Damn. They didn't think it was going to work like that. I assume, but it was drilled. It was planned. It was well executed. That was not a fluke. I also saw a couple of videos which were talking about how lucky it was. I'm doing air quotes for yeah. that because I don't think it was lucky. I think it no. was a design thing, as we just said. But um, they showed a couple points in the McGregor uh, Khabib fight where Connor tried to go for the knee when that, Khabib yeah. was was going for his. Uh, takedown attempt so would have been a, a crazy difference if connor had a knocked him out in that spot but um he should have knocked him out khabib got lucky <laughs> there's a hot take for you um, no no he didn't that fight there's not much to break down it's a one hit one finish That's it. Uh, jorge's celebration after was fucking amazing a little Holy. aggressive uh yeah it was very aggressive but uh Askren talked a lot of shit and um talk shit get hit yeah i guess he paid the piper whatever yeah. the fuck that means paid the pipe um, price yeah and uh the interview after and uh some someone asked for it is that it is over he said no if i see ben Askren's in whole foods tomorrow i'm gonna smack the piss out of him again <laughs> <laughs> which i thought was riveting i couldn't believe it. i thought he'd uh that would be over if the beef would be scrapped. But no, Jorge's a fucking gangster. He also came out after and said, gave him all the props in the world and said maybe he shouldn't have celebrated that way. But yeah. he, but then Askren was also pretty good about it, saying, yeah. if I fucking knocked him out, I would have done it too. <laughs> yeah. And so that made me like him even more. Askren was pretty funny the next day on uh, an interview. I can't remember who it was, but he was saying, the guy said, do you think you deserve a title shot, a lucky shot? He said, fuck no. I got knocked out in three seconds. I got dummied. Yeah. <laughs> All the respect to World of Horror. He goes, I still fucking hate his guts. Yeah. But he kicked my ass and that's it. Yeah, respect and love are two very, very different <laughs> yeah. things, right? You can respect a guy and hate the fuck out of him. But, yeah, like me and you. Um, um, yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. I don't respect you, though. That's the... <laughs> I love you. That was a joke. Yeah. Um, um, what else well, happened? Just Sorry. before we get off of that one, I do have to give a quick shout out to my uh, longtime friend, uh, Petey. Uh, his name's Pete. Puff Pete, Daddy? Petey. Uh, we used to call him Big Titty. Uh, titty Boy. Two chains. Depends what you call him. But Petey came and saw me at work uh, and said, you know what? I listened to your podcast last week and Masvidal's going to absolutely fuck Askren up. <laughs> and this was the day of the fight and I was like, Petey, you you're not very shit. smart, buddy. Like I, <laughs> I've known you a long time. I know you don't win money betting. Oh. And he showed me his ticket. He uh, what? He had a possible seven hundred and seventy-seven dollar winnings if Masvidal knocked Askren out, and it was two different tickets. So no shit. Um, big shout out to Petey for that huge winning. Uh, I promised him I'd mention it. Uh, this is bullshit that I had to talk about this because no, I was so sure Askren was going to win it. But where did he run these bets through? Bet three six five. I actually don't know what he uses. You know we're big fans of the three six five over here. So sports app gambling app there is. Yeah. Shouts out to Petey. Congrats on the winnings, my dude. You better take me out to uh, big couple drinky poos. Big paper. Yeah. What about my uh, my model sensation boyfriend? I was basically sucking off last Ooh. weekend too. Luke Rockhold. <laughs> He's got a shattered jaw now and was knocked dead. <laughs> I was wrong on that one. What else is new? Now he can't fight or model. <laughs> no. <laughs> Our boy Jan Blokovic with a left hand from hell. 
absolutely devastated. He flatlined Luke. Josh is like so confused because none of these are the names that he heard last week. He's like, <laughs> who the fuck is Jan Blokovich? Uh, we couldn't pronounce his name last week. And now he's a household fucking rank name. <laughs> yeah, that was a big, big fucking fight. That was fucking nasty. He absolutely shit knocked him. Yeah. Um, no, I don't have too much to say about that one. Yeah. It was like, uh, it was it was good. I'm glad that it ended in a knockout. It wasn't a decision. Very unlike exciting. some of the other fights that yeah. were a bit of snores during that, uh, that our, card. Uh, our buddy Diego the Nightmare Sanchez got just absolutely dominated for three rounds by Michael Chiesa. Mm-hmm. Um, outgrappled him, schooled him, basically looked like a superior athlete. Um, yeah, three ten eight rounds. It was amazing. Yeah. Complete dominant dominance and then uh the co-main we had amanda, the co-main with amanda nunez and Hol- uh, holly home yeah and uh, that went basically how we said it was going to <laughs> go yeah. plan. we got one um that <laughs> was i we were at earl's watching on my buddy dylan's cell phone shout out dylan williams thank you dylan um we were watching on his cell phone thanks I went, for the data bro i went to the bathroom and came back and the fight was over i was like what the fuck just happened oh just a head kick right the mouth. yeah that's the only thing i remember from that was that head kick yes and just like in the middle of a meal like ooh. <laughs> Amanda Nunez, baddest bitch on the planet? Yeah, probably ever now. Yeah. Yeah, like, ever. if you if you knock out Cyborg, you knock out Holly Holm, you sh- there's nobody that can fight her in Shit, either of those Rousey. divisions. Yeah. Like, what do you think? Does she have to go up another division? To... There isn't one. Oh, yeah. In women's. There's no, there's no one. She wants the um, Cyborg rematch because it's the biggest payday, I assume. Cyborg's not with the UFC anymore, though, is she? No, is... she signed a three-fight deal, I believe. Oh, okay. Yeah. Sorry. I thought she went to... Um... Nope. She's she's fighting uh, next month, I believe. I'm not sure the girl's name she's fighting, but uh, if she wins that fight, that'll they'll, they'll run that one back. And It's the biggest fight. I don't know what else... What else do you do, right? Yeah, I agree. Um, and then I guess that takes us to the main event, which I didn't love. It was a bit of a snore fest. It, I, it was a, a bit of a chess match, some might say, as well. I thought it was a good fight. It wasn't it wasn't exciting as the Rockhold or Askren or I guess anything else on the card to be honest, but it was a good fight. Um, some people think Tiago Santos won the fight. I did. I thought he won what? three rounds to two. I thought he I thought it was three two John Jones, but well, I mean the stream that we were watching was pretty choppy, but yeah. So I, you I'm, illegally watched the fight? I don't know what you're talking about. Okay. No, Shaw Communications has poor uh, coverage That's in was, uh, yeah. the Bay Center. Yeah, That's right. The telescope <laughs> is fantastic. <laughs> yeah, John. Well, Tiago lost the fight, but he also tore his MCL, ACL, PCL, or some shit like that. No doctor, obviously. Um, his knee was totally blown out. He'll be off the next eight to ten months. So. Yikes. It was everything in your knee that yeah. you can tear. And you can fuck torn. up. He and that up. happened, they said, in the, in the third round. So second he was, or third, yeah. Second or third round, yeah. So he's so, fighting the majority of the fight on one leg, which is fucking ridiculous. Because yes. in fighting like that, you need to have really good footwork in order, especially to go with John maybe Jones. the best fighter ever, John Jones. Probably the best fighter in the world. And he went five rounds and won rounds. He yeah. won rounds against John Jones. Um yeah, John looked great, as usual. He looked a little non-PED, John Jones, if you know what I mean. <laughs> he was out late. Yeah, he had a few <laughs> Hollywoods beforehand. <laughs> no, I think it, that was God John, actually. Thank God first, and didn't go get fucked up after, I think it sounded like anyways. But yeah, yeah overall, fantastic card. Yeah, it was worth the worth the pay-per-view cost. You know, a... you sometimes pay for those cards, and they're Snoozers. not worth it at all. That one yeah. was actually worth it, so I'm glad you paid for it. Yeah, it was good. <laughs> If any of you guys didn't know, I'd YouTube the Ben Askren and Jorge Masvidal fight. It was fucking... It's only three seconds of your life, so... Yeah. Check it out. 
Yeah, it's mind all, blowing. It's all over Twitter. You don't even need to use YouTube. Yeah, it's not 2012, Jeff. Okay, shit. Thank I'm you. not too into technology. Um, I have a question for you. Shoot, so baby, shoot. With John Jones now on this win streak that he's on. Yes. Um, not looking like he's had much trouble in the fights that he's been in. Like not even, heavyweight, no. Even in that last fight, he even though he didn't win every round, he never really looked in trouble. No, he got... Right? Got caught a bunch of leg kicks, but he blocked most of them. He took a few shots, but nothing. He was never in trouble. So if you're John Jones, who is the next person that you actually fight? Like, who are you willing I fight, to fight? I fight the winner of Daniel Cormier, Stipe Miocic, next month for the heavyweight title. Um, it's the biggest money fight, biggest pay-per-view buys, biggest clout fight. There's there's no one at light heavyweight for him to But fight. that's, like, He's... the only fight, right? I like, don't that's know the only one. Because the uh, other people online were uh, wanting Nganu to fight him. And that, I'm like... That's... Okay, that could be the only fight. Number one contender at heavyweight. That could be a fight. Just like, do you think that's worth it for John Jones? That doesn't seem nearly like the money fight he'd get if he was fighting DC or Stipe. I think I he he I think John Jones waits till next month. Like I said, Stipe Miocic, Daniel Cormier rematch heavyweight title. Um, I believe if DC wins, they'll call him out. It's the only it's the only fight to make. There's no there's nothing. Just there's nothing he's gonna care about anyways. Yeah. It'll just be really sad if that's the way that DC actually goes into retirement is one more loss to John Jones. If it's if it's at heavyweight, DC's got a way better chance. Yeah, no, I agree. I he's agree. He's not cutting weight. He's got way more power. Have mm-hmm. they fought at heavyweight before? No, they fought at light heavyweight at okay. two hundred five pounds. But DC's, you know, he's two forty five. He's a big boy. Yeah, he's got to cut a lot of weight, which apparently I don't know, athlete. It drains the shit out of you. Yeah. So your energy levels are way different the next day. What's the latest on Derek Lewis? Where's he? Because I've he, been out of it a little bit. He blew something in the knee, I believe. He's out for, I think, six, eight months kind of thing. So. Oh, okay. He is the man. Big D. <laughs> My balls are hot. My balls are hot. Yeah. Joe Rogan, I'm going to smoke when we with you next time, <laughs> baby. He's fucking hilarious. I love that cat. Um, so yeah. we're not racist. Because we love the fighters. Derek Lewis. Yeah. I, don't don't we there's no we there is you and then there is me we oh. are separate entities okay <laughs> i don't want my dad thinking i'm a racist he knows you're racist <laughs> <laughs> nice uh, jersey in the background eh danny heatley oh yeah we're in our new podcast studio the cat uh, house bitch now that we're uh big time we have our own we're space the studio um, you know. we put some jerseys up here. Well, I put some jerseys up here. Legends yeah. only, strictly legends. We'll We've bring got... some Redskins memorabilia next week. That will be declined at the door. <laughs> I just, a... I just realized, is that a Bill Murray jersey from uh, the Toon Squad? That is a <laughs> Space Jam Toon Squad. Is that Bill what Murray that is? Yes. Hell yeah! I had no idea what that legends was. only. <laughs> we and got then... Brett Burns, Elvin Kamara. We got Danny Heat, like we said, fifteen oh seven, bitch. Um, looking spiffy in here. That Wu, is that a Wu Tang hoodie? Wu-Tang always. Wu-Tang forever. Don't fuck um, with the W. Bitch. So if things sound better or worse, it's because we're in the new space. Yeah, hopefully better. <laughs> That's the hope. We've um, got also like a nice ambient lamp and like a decorative clock and some really nice Etsy looking prints on the walls. We've really classed it up in here. It's swag enormous. It's pimping. Um, so I'm going to talk about something. I'm choked, heartbroken, blown away. Lay it on us. Kawhi Leonard. A clipper. Like... I did not see that coming at all. Like, well, if you guys heard last week, me and Cole bet 50 bucks on the, the Raptors or Lakers. Uh, it's a push, obviously. It's $50 on a little bet on something else, I guess. But I didn't see that coming at all. I totally thought, well, I totally thought Toronto. Cole totally thought the Lakers. We were both totally wrong. What and I'm happy there? about that, for the yeah. record. I'm very happy that I was wrong about both of those teams getting Kawhi. And out of nowhere, they trade for Paul George as well. 
and turn the Clippers into a super team? Like, yeah. Where the fuck did that come from? Who saw that coming? That trade, too, is egregious. It's it's way more crazy than even the Anthony Davis trade How was. many picks did they get? So, uh, sorry if I get this wrong, but it's four firsts and then For two, two more conditional firsts. And then Danilo Gallinari and Shea Gilgis Alexander, who's a good up and coming player. Thank you. Um, so they got two roster players, five or six first round picks. Just for Paul George. For Paul George. Holy fuck! Do you overpay? Well, y- you overpay, but if that's the price, that's the price, right? No, you're not overpaying right now because those guys aren't on the team, I guess, and you got an all-star. Well, what happens now is the Clippers are the betting favorite to win the championship next year. They went to the, what? They lost to Golden State last year, or last year, a few months ago. In the first round, first yeah. First round, but they put up a fight. Yeah. Lost 4-2, didn't they? Yep, and they, on paper, have the best defensive team, in my opinion, in the league. Because you have yeah. Paul George and Kawhi Leonard, who every single year are... Defensive player of the year or MVP caliber players. Top five caps, yeah. And then they have Patrick Patrick Beverly, who is arguably the best defensive point guard in the league. Is he? He's a junkyard dog. JYD shout out there. And then they have the six man, Lou Williams, and he's so good. So underpaid, so underrated. What's he getting here, do you know? Eight million. That motherfucker get 15, 18 a clip. Well, if Danny Green got two years, 30 million, it's a joke yeah. that Lou Williams is getting 8 million Yeah, he's a year, getting but... 15 almost. Danny Green to go. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Danny Green left us as well. Us, me, to the Lakers. Yeah. Um, the Raps are going to be a lot different looking next year. Well, but... if we're, we're going to get into this now, I had a couple buddies ask me to talk about what the East looks like next year for the playoff picture. Remember that dickhead on Twitter last week? <laughs> Your Washington Redskins buddy? It's not my buddy. He's your buddy. He had a Redskins avatar. He's your buddy. He did. I like that, but that's all I like about him. That guy, to fill you guys in, that guy said that um, the Wizards were a better team than the Celtics. What an Um, idiot. He said that the Wizards were going to finish better than the Celtics next year. And then he also said that John Wall was better than Kemba Walker. And he also said they signed Boogie Cousins, which is just made up, I believe. <laughs> yeah. Just dreamt that up. Boogie Cousins is going to the Lakers. So, yeah, signed, sealed, delivered. Yeah, so you, you got to like filter out some of the idiots that you have on Twitter, Jeff, because the longer I've been acquainted with you, the more I see these Washington Redskins idiots. I'm also in a Redskins fan club. But I just wanted to say to this guy that's definitely not going to listen to this, John Wall averaged the same number of points, a few more assists, double the turnovers and he got paid over one million dollars per game that he's played over the last two seasons in comparison to kemba walker it's like how do you say that's a better player anyways i'm ranting he's got Um, more name value maybe that's just it because he's the highest paid player in the league top three played player is damian lillard number one now he is i believe yeah like 47 48 million dollars a year he's getting he's getting the bag um with the Clippers, though, I just want to jump back to them. Their head coach is Doc Rivers. Doc Rivers was Celtics head coach the year that they won the championship in 2008. I'm a big fan of his. Uh, very funnily enough, Doc Rivers' daughter uh, used to date Paul George. And Paul George... Paul George slanging dick to that ass. Paul George cheated on her with a Miami stripper. No way. Dope. Um, and 
<laughs> Doc Rivers has a lot of control and power in the Clippers organization, along with Jerry West. He's one of the actual builders of the team. Wow, so nice it's, inside scoop, TMG. So it's kind of funny that he knew full well that he was trading for his daughter's cheating ex-boyfriend when oh, making this deal that mortgaged the Clippers' entire future. He also traded his son, he which is respect- really fucking funny. That's kind of cool, actually. He must respect his game, obviously. Oh, absolutely. Well, anybody that watches basketball respects Paul George's game. He's a defensive juggernaut and an offensive dynamo. So, um, But yeah, I just want to talk about the East playoff picture. Uh, let's say the Raptors don't make any more big moves. They go into the season with Lowry, Gasol, Siakam, Ibaka, Van Vliet. Freddie. How do you think they do uh, in terms of the East playoff picture? Fourth. Fourth? Fourth in the East. And what do you think? Like, uh, you got Milwaukee. Milwaukee, one. Philly, two. Boston, Boston five. Three? No, Boston, five. You think the Raptors are going to be better than the Celtics? Yeah. They'll be very close within three games of each other in the win-loss column, I'd say. Okay. Very close. I could be totally fucking half-fucked wrong, but... Um, it's going to be tight, way tighter. The West is obviously way more powerful. More star is, power, for sure. More star power, for sure. I feel like I'm forgetting someone in the East, though. But you think that you're going to be seeing the Raptors in a playoff spot, for I sure? I think for sure they'll be in the playoffs. Because, you know, it. like now there's no there's no DeMar DeRozan either, right? No. It's like you've got no Kawhi, you've got no DeMar. That means your first scoring option is gone now. Yeah, but you also got a fucking ring. I, I know that. <laughs> that ring means nothing when you're facing off against those teams next year, though. Yeah. Other than the night you have your banner dropped. That's true. When you get blown out at home. That's not going to happen. <laughs> um, yeah. I don't know. The West is going to be way more exciting. The Raps are going to be way, bet, way better. Way different looking team this year. Um, not going to be nearly as exciting, but I'm still a fan, so hey. Well, after the Paul George trade, there's also a lot of rumors about Russell Westbrook uh, leaving Oklahoma City. He's going to be singing that Will Smith, welcome to Miami shit real fucking quick. So there's another... Welcome to Miami. Miami. <laughs> I couldn't remember that word there. I don't know what it said. I think, I think it was it's Cuban, Spanish. So. Was it? Oh. Well, well we're all fucking a. wrong, I guess. Call, hey. call him A, call him B. I think, yeah. I think um, Cuban speaks Spanish. We're not racist. Just cementing why they're racist. <laughs> What I was going to say is Miami is in the East. Yeah. If you have Westbrook and Butler and If they boys, have Russ, they, they'll be up their top three, but that's yet to be seen, I guess. You don't think they make the playoffs just with Jimmy it's and kinda, their current roster? They might get an eighth. They're not going to be a top three, four seed. Sure. But, but yeah. you think they have a... Uh... Well, I think they'll squeeze in there, yeah. They ain't no Knicks. Oh, I forgot about Brooklyn, I guess. Kevin Durant's over there, but he's not playing this year, I guess. No, Kyrie's there. Kyrie's there. Dan Witty. Will they be top five? Levert. I don't think so. I think no. they'll be a six, seven, eight Again, the playoffs kind of thing? Yeah, I think you're looking at uh, Philadelphia as the one, Milwaukee two, Boston three. I don't know how it shakes up after that. Yeah, around that area. Yeah, but yeah, we, we really don't know yet. I just think it's hilarious, though, that the this entire off season has been all about the Lakers. Lakers this, Lakers that, Lakers are getting well, they've done AD, a lot of, they've Lakers done a lot are getting too. Kawhi. And then at the end of the day, Kawhi didn't want to go and waste his time with uh, playing third fiddle to AD and LeBron. Who has the best team on paper right now? The Sixers. Really? I think the Sixers overall they have don't. the best team on paper. They're better than the Lakers. I would, yeah, I think so. Really? Yeah, I think I mean, so. Completely nuts. 
No, I think that the Sixers are on paper a better team than the Lakers. Wow, I heavily disagree. I think that it's tough to ever bet against LeBron, but what LeBron are we going to see? Well, LeBron with fucking AD in the paint, that's what they're going to have, and Danny Green at the point shooting triples. Danny Green's, like, pretty overrated. I know that you're uh, a, a You don't think Raptors he's a great shooter? Fan. Yeah, I think that he's a great shooter, but he's you can a streaky buy great shooter. shooters. Like, you can find a great shooter anywhere. I'm putting money on the Lakers. The Sixers win the, can win the sign Corbett sure. again. You think the 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 Lakers will? That's my bet. Yeah, yeah. I think that the I think that the Clippers are better than the Lakers. Really? Yeah. Well, younger. True. We'll put some bets to the Vegas odds, or put some money down. Well, also now they're playing LeBron at point guard, which is kind of a weird move. Um, playing a six foot eight power forward at point guard, but he wants all the control, hey? Yeah, exactly. It's like, how do you think you're gonna get Kawhi Leonard if you're playing LeBron at your point? Well, it's... hey. I don't know fucking clue. We'll see what happens, I guess. <laughs> um, any other thoughts about uh, the NBA? Or no. the, the trades or the free agency that's gone on? No, pretty good on that. I did put a bet on the weekend. Well, my dad was in Vegas, so I got him to put a bet on for me. Uh, pick the Rams win the Super Bowl actually next year. I got 13 to 1 odds, so I was liking that action. I'm not really a Rams fan, but um, I think they have a solid possibility of winning the title. And uh, 13 to 1, 50 bucks, well, it's a few dollars. So I don't think they have a chance. I think Really? Not, yeah, I don't think the Rams are going to be that good this year. Gurley's knee is fucked. We don't know that. We do know that. It's like common knowledge is that his knee has arthritis in it and that he's going to be on load management this year. Gurley style. Er, shoot his fucking style. knee up and be good to go. No, I don't think so. Like, they didn't even play him in the Super Bowl that much. They didn't play him in the NFC Championship game that much. Yeah. He's healed up, maybe. I would get that bet back if he could. No, it's over. Yeah, that's that's ridiculous. I don't even think they'll be, like, they might lose their division. Who would your pick right now? Super Bowl. I'd pick the Chiefs, honestly. Yeah, that's a great fucking bet. Yeah, I think the Chiefs have uh, the best quarterback in the league. I think the Chiefs have uh, one of the best receivers in the league. I think Sammy Watkins is going to be really good this year. Their Sammy is, is there. I forgot about their that. Their defense is going to be improved. Is Tyreek Hill good to go, or is he in jail? It's weird. He's good to go at this point. He hasn't been suspended yet. Did he hit um, some bitches? I think he... So he admitted to hitting his girlfriend, mm. but then that's been recanted in a audio recording so of like him he, he gave her 500 grand and shut her fucking mouth no i think it was something where he like admitted to it so he could get off because they oh. were then dating at the time and so it was the only way he could get out of the situation and then he but he recanted that in an audio recording of him admitting that he hit his son so it was like <laughs> six of one half a dozen of your son yeah but if it's your son <laughs> you should be allowed to you know, exert some kind of discipline. I no? agree. Oh, okay, it sorry. Fucks. Let's I, I mean, I don't know. Is he like clocking him, or is it just like a little? I'm assuming smack here if there? it's he a pistol legal matter, him. it's more than just a spank. He pistol whipped him. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. Everybody's <laughs> soft now. Thanks for chiming in on child abuse, though. Josh has been silent for 15 minutes. He's like now, child abuse. There's something I support. I can there's grab that up real nice and hot and fiery. That was a little gross and a little rapey. Um, yeah, so I would I would take uh, the Chiefs much higher than. I think Mahomes might be if I could pay to watch. Well, I pick the Redskins every time for that. But if I was going to pay to watch one player, probably Patrick Mahomes. Yeah, he's got the most it. Exciting guys in football. I don't know what it is, but he has it. Throwing fifty touchdowns in your first year as a starter what? is ridiculous. And run for how many yards? He's a fucking stud. Yeah, he's a stud. So I, I would probably take his him. girlfriend. Not so much. Jesus no, she's not game. attractive. No. Hey? I checked her out on Instagram. She's hurting maybe she's funny <laughs> real fucking funny i hope with that face 
Yikes. <laughs> I'm sure she's a wonderful person with she a is. great personality. She is. She's a... Uh, God bless her. She's a liability. Her, 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 <laughs> I know her father passed out at one of the games, then Mahomes had to go to the sideline to check on him. and Taking that so, motherfucker for half. That's a liability. It is. It um, is. Yeah, I would, I would say Chiefs. And then after that, I would say the Saints. Awesome. Did you catch the home run derby at all? I did. I watched it during my break at work. Nice. Um, I saw the first round with Vladdy hitting 29 dingers. What did Vladdy hit? 90 fucking yarders? Yeah. 99. Was it 99? I yeah. think it was 91. He Gretzky'd that no. thing. <laughs> well, I don't know. Vladdy hit 7,000 home runs yeah. last night. Um, and somehow he lost. Did you? I didn't really watch much. I saw a bit of highlight. Well, it goes round by round. Oh, okay. So okay. he scored more in the previous rounds, but then in the final round, he got outscored. Didn't he beat home by like by 30 jacks or something like that? And Total, lost? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, he had way more. So, you know, the Blue Jays made a little noise. They've been sucking wrenches all, all season, so... They're going to continue to do so, yeah, probably for the next few years. But a little clout there, a little shine, you know, Vladdy. I'd also like to take this moment to say this is not a baseball podcast, nor will we regularly talk about baseball. No. But the Home Run Derby is the most exciting part of the entire baseball Agreed. season, which Agreed. is really sad. In every other sport, you're skipping All-Star games. Yeah. You're like, I'm not watching the fucking Pro Bowl or the All-Star game. But the game Derby's or... number one. Yeah, the Derby's Base- pretty exciting. I went to the baseball game Monday night, actually, at, uh, who the fuck are they? The like... old Harbor Cats? Yeah, Harbor Cats. Fucking almost Did you have a story? Or was... oh. No, it was, it was <laughs> terrible. Who'd you go to that with, the old man? Oh, uh, no, just a friend. Ooh. Um, I had <laughs> free tickets as well, too, so that was all right. Didn't pay, but... Um, but if I had to pay, I would have wanted my money back because that was terrible. I shouldn't diss the team. I'm sure it's exciting. Was there any good food there? That's yeah, we had um, we had burgers from, uh, what the fuck's it called? Floyd's. The uh, burger truck was there. So that was mm. pretty good. And it was... It was, nah, it was a 6 out of 10. Oh, okay. Well, that's yeah, 60%. I wasn't, wasn't returning it, but I wasn't you know running another one. Yeah, I shouldn't diss baseball like that. Local team, they're doing great. I'm just, I'm, that's not a baseball guy, I guess. I yeah, know. I'm not a baseball guy. This is not a baseball podcast. One okay. one more baseball thing. I went to my little cousin's baseball game nice. uh, last weekend or the weekend before. What age? He's like 14. Oh, cool. And yeah. they lost 32 to 6. <laughs> There's no mercy rule anymore? There is, but you have to play five innings. <laughs> that was the five inning score? Yeah. <laughs> the, wor- the worst. Shit, the worst is that they got off to a 4 nothing lead and then... It just fell apart. So their pitching is their uh, yeah. non-positive part not, of the team. Not great. Eh? Not great. Wow. Was and this T-ball? No, well, this was 14, full. This said. was full on like like throwing real pit, real ball? pitches. Can I you guess. play t-ball past like a certain age? Like, are there adult t-ball? Well, leagues? we could probably they, buy you a tee if you wanted to hit some balls. There's a beer league fucking for t-ball. Because that I could get into. I would fuck with that. Mm. Now t-ball is the kind of sport I would be down to. <laughs> um, would you get a pinch runner too? No. <laughs> Run the bags, motherfucker. I'm not that out of shape. <laughs> I yeah. didn't say that you were, but... Half-cocked home run derby oh, all off the Wow, team. we'll record that. We'll do it one weekend. Yeah. I um, guarantee victory. So, I wanted to switch gears for a minute. Switch Talk gears, Talk about baby. the NHL a little bit. Oh, So, Uh-oh. we had... Uh, well, do you want to talk about the sad stuff first, or the funny stuff? Let's open with the sad stuff, and then close with a good note. Okay. Well, I guess this is sad and funny to me. Well, yeah. But the... Uh, Chicago Blackhawks traded right-handed puck-moving gem absolute of a defenseman. Stud, absolute stud. This kid's... Oh my What's God. his name, Joshua? Henry Yokiharyu. And they traded him to the Buffalo Sabres for Alex, the shitty brother, Nylander. <laughs> <laughs> the the former eighth overall pick uh, who has not 
worked out to do anything. Granted, he has not been given a great deal of opportunity in Buffalo. If he can't do it in the AHL, you're probably not going to be able to do it in the NHL. Mm. Tit for tat. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, this, yeah. Is, this is one of the more baffling prospect trades I've seen in a long time. I mean, uh, maybe the scouts see something in him, but uh, as soon as I saw that, I even, like I sent it to our group chat, I said... Maybe fuck somebody's his wife and they had to get rid of him. Henry? Fuck no. He's a, he's a young boy. Well, I, well yeah. he's a bit of a stud. Maybe fuck, uh, you know... I'm drawing a blank he on won, guys, damn. He won two fucking gold medals this year in the World Juniors and the World Championship. Green on jacket, Finland. gold jacket, who gives a shit? We're on the cup. Big rings, baby. Yeah, so the Blackhawks are suffering on D as it is, and then they trade their best D prospect, who has not only shown that he can play on a big stage, as Josh just said, he had a junior, a, a gold medal in the World Juniors and a gold medal in the World Championships as a member of a very good Finnish squad. Two chains. And he uh, had played in the NHL this year and looked all right for his first couple games, too. Oh, yeah. As, as far as, like, a rookie D-man goes, he looked great. It was... Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> it's just... Um, yeah, as soon as I saw that, I got really upset um, and confused it's and, and sad. It doesn't make... It doesn't make any sense, it Josh. Makes, it makes no goddamn sense. Maybe it it right. truly doesn't. Unless... I mean, the only silver lining that I can see is that, I mean, when we traded Schmaltz for Dylan Strom, at first I was like, nah, I don't really like that move. And then Strom seems to be fitting in well, so maybe, maybe it'll work out. We've got some more D-men coming up the pipe. Um, I'm really excited to see Adam Boakvist. That's going to be really cool. Uh, You're getting off the point here. I know. It was you're, a, it, it, you're trying to soften the blow. Of course you, I am. For a second, though, can you just try to explain to me what Bowman is thinking? Like, just I, I just tried. Oh, okay. That, that was, There's nothing better than that. There's that no, was the like, best deep... I could do. Like, oh, okay. um, I I hope that maybe um, Nylander just needs a change change of scenery. Maybe he's going to get on a line with um, with Kane or Taves, and it's going to rejuvenate his zest for fucking hockey. Yoki Harju's gonna be the next Eric Carlson. Watch. Fuck, he's so well, good. He he's, so good. he's so good. He's so good. He's so, he's so fucking good, dude. Silky smooth, eh? God it's, damn it. uh, it's pretty wild. Well, Actually, here. I got to see him play um, when they were doing the World Juniors and oh, no they were shit. playing games here. Finland? Yep. Oh, I saw him play, too. I guess, too. I didn't really yep. know how familiar he was, but... Well, we'll move on to something a little happier. Yeah. Um, Can you guys help uh, you me know out what? on the... Oh, I, uh, you, they always say believe in the process, so I'm hoping... Fuck, fuck, fuck. <laughs> Joel Embed over here. Trust fuck the it. process. Anyway, uh, what'd you just say? Can you guys help me out with uh, the Canucks sign, Michael Furland? I'm not too familiar with him. Um, like, I'm a hockey guy, but I'm not, like, I'm not dedicated like you guys. Could you help me out on a little background? He's uh, a hard-hitting, fast-skating, hard-working player. Mm-hmm. 40 uh, points last year, I knew that. That's throws the it. body around pretty well. Oh, He's okay. on his third team in four years, though, which is not Tells necessarily good. Um, had some substance abuse struggles in the oh, past, my which kind he, of had, guy. he had uh, gone to rehab for. Um, I yeah, it, it's a it's a long term deal. It seems for somebody. Yeah, four that years. Is, yeah, the Canucks want to spend. Hey, they just want to get players. Yeah, they got a lot for Tyler Myers. Got a lot. They spent a lot on Tyler Myers. Yeah. Myers. So I think that's a a decent signing. I don't see anything wrong with it. It's not like the dollar value is brutal. Solid. And if he plays on your third or fourth line and mixes things up. Josh, what do you think? They still haven't signed Besser yet, have they? No, no. So I don't know. I mean, I th- it's not it's not the worst signing in the short term. They have cap space though. For yeah. now, yeah, sure, absolutely, they do. They're um, a good young team. Yep, 
They do. I yeah. It just um, I mean they've already got a couple of guys that kind of play that role. Um, I don't think yeah. I don't think it's a bad signing. He's gonna be. He'll probably slot in on the second line. I think he's more of a Third? bottom six guy. Yeah. But yeah. Oh yeah. He can. Well, play I mean, I don't, I'm not even to. familiar with who the Canucks have anymore. Well, because on the second line they would have um, Horvat, JT Miller now, and the, oh yeah, yeah Horvat, and, and they've still got Erickson, but pe- there's rumors swirling that he's going to be traded. He gets mm-hmm. paid too much; no one wants that contract. Mm-hmm. They're going to eat half the contract. I bet maybe. you he's good if he goes somewhere else. If they retain his salary so? and ship him off even back to he Dallas, and they use him, I think, anyways, because the Canucks are still eating. What? How much Luongo is it? Three million or one million? This year it's three million. This year, it's three but million. it doesn't. I don't think it counts against the cap. They just have to pay it. Oh, because it's out of the pocket kind of thing. Or maybe, no, it does. It does, sorry. You, I'm assuming it does. Cut that out. I'm also assuming. A retard. Um, <laughs> a retard. There was a, a great signing in uh, California. The San Jose Sharks signed restricted free agent Kevin LeBanc. Steal of a deal. What a, a one-year, fucking... $1 million-dollar contract. What? How? I just want to quickly read something out to you because I saw this on Twitter. I thought it was hilarious. Kevin Hayes, remember his contract? The Hazer? Seven years, $7.1 million. Kevin Hayes last year had 55 points. Now, I know he's a center, and I know it's a tougher position to play. You have to play hard D. Kevin LeBanc, $1 million one year, had 56 points in the regular season and nine playoff points. I don't think Kevin Hayes had a playoff point. No. What do so, you think? He, what do you think he demanded? Three and a half. I think that the shark said to him, "We can't pay you this year. We will pay you next year or the year after. If you want to stay here, sign for a year, and we'll take care of you." The old handshake. Deal, I eh? think. I think that's what it was. I really, it, from the outside looking in, I feel like that's what the the culture that the sharks have built is people that want to fucking play there. Yeah. I, I and I I'm so excited. I'm so happy for him because he could get. I think he could get four and a half million dollars. on wow. on the open market. I guess it's a one year deal though. So, so yeah, but a 56 point 23 year old skilled winger. Some of the things that he did in the playoffs were ridiculous. If you guys remember, he was the main engineer on that uh, that four four, minute, four, four, four goal, goal comeback. Yeah, um, where he got four points in that game. So. He's definitely he got a needed. a four-point game? Shit, I thought it was three. In that game wow. seven, yeah, four points. Impressive. So, really excited about that. What are your thoughts there, Josh? Congratulations. Um, I think that is probably the best signing of the summer so far. Um, great move what, best for the Sharks. best bang for your buck kind of thing? Oh, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, are you kidding me? The value meal one, like McDonald's, eh? Oh, my God. Mm. It's beyond. It's like the value meal from the 90s <laughs> when it was still a value. Was there pizza then? You wonder if oh, Doug yeah. Wilson's in the... In the uh, dressing room, just saying, like Eric Carlson, you need to give him two million dollars a year. <laughs> Fucking eleven million dollars with signing Straight bonuses. Great cash, homie. Yeah, so that's a really big signing. It really opens uh, opens the door, hopefully, for a Thornton Marlowe return, and mm-hmm. you can have a Thornton Marlowe LeBanc third line. I think they're both gonna be... stay or stay. Sorry, both gonna sign. I think so. I don't. I don't see any reason for them not to. Both of them want to play, and both of them only want to play in one place. So. I think that it's a match made in heaven. Neither of those guys really, I don't think, need that much money anymore. What's Marlowe going to want a million dollars or something like that? Even if he wants two million. Like, you can afford two million for Joe, two million for, for yeah. Patty, and then you have a solid third line for the rest of the season. That's a veteran mm-hmm. fucking line, jeez. Yeah, but can still skate, can still move their feet, still have a lot to offer. 
And I think depth is huge for those playoff teams, right? Because things get really tough around the 60-70 game mark when people are going through injuries. And having a veteran presence like that that can still play every night is going to be a huge thing and a huge bonus for them. So I'm really holding out hope for that. Yep, things are looking good for this season for the Sharks. Yes. I'm happy for you. So, Jeff, one of the constant questions that we get from a couple of our listeners is where are you Seven are? inches. <laughs> is, oh, damn, that's was... not bad, dude. Yeah, I know. Interesting uh, response. Oh, that's not it, the question? It does have something to do with that, though. <laughs> uh, oh. They want to know where your obsession with wrenches and other men's penises has come from. Oh, good question. Did you accidentally see something in a locker room when you were a young boy? I did, boy, yeah. Or... Um, I remember going to Shamrock Team as a kid, actually. <laughs> a Local lacrosse team? Local lacrosse team, Victoria Shamrock. So it's probably like five, six, seven, maybe eight, that kind of age. And we used to get autographs in the change room after the games. And the guys would still walk around naked. It was kind of weird. A lot of kids kids in there kind of frolicking around getting lacrosse balls and shit signed. It was kind of, maybe now it's kind of fucking weird. But, Is this uh, like a Catholic church scenario? No, locker room beers are flowing, you know. Oh, okay. There's kids and... You know, locker room smells like fucking complete piss and guys swearing, crushing beers, maybe doing cocaine, I don't know. Not one to judge. <laughs> but uh, yeah, a couple guys are just walking by and fucking dongs out. And I was like, holy fuck, what is that goddamn thing? <laughs> it's probably a 10, 11 inch wrench. Like they're pretty, I guess they're athletes, they're all pretty jacked, pretty big dudes, you know what I mean? So it would make uh, make sense to have bigger wrenches than most people. Just dicks everywhere, just kind of... It's interesting. So you've always been interested in other men's dicks? Um, in a non-homosexual way, yes. Just purely scientific? It's more yeah. of like a passion project. I wouldn't go that far. I'm not like the kid in fucking, uh, what's that movie? Uh, super bad. Yeah, super bad. Drawing the dicks. I never draw dicks. Well, most because I can't draw or shit. If I was a good drawer, good artist, <laughs> I'd probably draw on real veiny cocksuckers <laughs> yeah. all the time, but I can't draw with a lick. Okay, well, since we have you here and uh, you're trapped in that corner, for anybody that isn't right watching, uh, we have Jeff literally trapped in a corner. <laughs> There's nothing he can do to get out. Um, if you had to do your all-NFL wrench team, and this doesn't need to have like yearly parameters on it, so it can be an all-time wrench team, I want to know a top five all-NFL wrench team. Well, I'm leaning towards black guys as usual. We know you um, lean towards black guys. Yeah, I'm just thinking the biggest, baddest. Uh, number one, I think Terrell Suggs. Yeah. Most lists start from five and go downward. That was five. Oh, you <laughs> said number one. Oh, did I? Yeah. Oh, I didn't mean that. Apologize. Five, Terrell Suggs. Four, surprise, Ben Roethlisberger. A, a white. <laughs> surprise. <laughs> surprise, motherfucker. That sounds a lot like Ben's MO, too. Yeah. <laughs> Running at number three, Neon Dion Sanders. Yes. Not the biggest guy, but packs a punch, <laughs> if you know what I mean. <laughs> Neon Dion, you know, he was fucking Mr. Hollywood back then, doing his thing, slanging it, throwing it everywhere. Number two, another Raven, Ray Lewis. Yikes. Big, bad, angry motherfucker. Must He's fucking killed a guy. Didn't two, he, yeah, he, didn't he murder somebody? Yeah, he murdered a guy before yeah, Super Bowl, okay. actually. Three days before, I believe. That's, That's why he didn't... a theme with your list here. So yeah, he get got, invited to the uh, Disney got, World. He got acquitted. Um, he had Johnny Cochran as well. OJ Johnny Holman. Cochran? <laughs> no pun intended, but thank you, Power Man. That was decent. Do you want a drum roll for number one? <sighs> And the number one all-NFL wrench, as rated by Versace Jeff Daughtry, is... Not even a Cowboys fan, but 
Michael fucking Irvin. <laughs> Big number 88 down the sidelines. Saw that triple XL jock strap. Get the fuck out of my way because I'm bringing the fucking heat. <laughs> yeah, Michael Irvin. I've heard some things on Twitter. Obviously, it's my most news source. Um, heard a couple guys on podcast that filmed the movie them um, and talked about those things. So, not reliable source, but best source I have. So, we'll go with it for now. Okay, there Mike you have Irvin, it. Mike Irvin, number 88. Mike Irvin. Not Michael. Mike. Jeff's also buddy. Also tried to stab a guy with scissors, his teammate in the locker room one time. Cocaine's a hell of a drug. Yeah, he stole the last roll of uh, tape, apparently. And Michael Irvin was a little rage and uh, tried to stab him. It's happened to the best of us. Yay. Jeff, did you play any competitive sports growing up? I played lacrosse for about eight years. Played soccer for about seven or eight years. Played baseball for two, but like I said, I kind of hated it. Do you have any good locker room talk stories? Maybe something that happened when uh, you were in the locker room that you can uh, share with us now. Uh, I I quit playing when I was about 15, 16, to be honest. I don't remember too many. And that's right when things start getting juicy. Yeah, so I'm a fucking amateur. So I, I don't have anything really that good. I remember one guy shit in a pizza box one day. And, uh, Birdman. No, it was not. Well, well, not that time, anyways. <laughs> um, yeah, I remember we were eating pizza one day, like a like a, like a tournament style. So we had a, had a couple hours to kill in between. And I remember one guy. Um, I won't mention his name. He's actually in jail right now, <laughs> so uh, he won't be listening. Yeah, he won't be li- well, maybe. I think training. in Canadian prison, you actually have quite a few privileges. You can beep this out, but is it? Uh, what's the guy's name that we always talk about? No, it's not him. I don't know that guy. Too. Oh, okay. Um, yeah, but I'll probably we, still beep that out. Please we finished, do. We finished a few pizzas. So some guys gonna kind of like played, played catch down the hill and kind of came back. And one guy was like, "I'm gonna shit in this pizza box," and they're gonna try to eat it later. So he went. <laughs> I didn't actually physically see, but he went and shit in the pizza box. Came back with the box down. The guy went to grab some more pizza after a little stroll. Come back and uh, yeah, there was a, a big fucking dump in there. So that's the best story I got. Um, what about you, Baines? You you play a little more competitively, a little older. So yeah, a couple years uh, did my time. I remember when I was, this is tame, when I was in grade no 11, I used to get like so scared before games that I couldn't, like the night before a game, that yeah. I couldn't take a shit. Like I couldn't, really? I would get constipated because I was like anxious and fearful. Yeah. A couple of years when I was playing football, I had like a bit more responsibility than I think I could handle. Um, I was playing safety and i was also returning punts and kicks shit. which is a very very nerve-wracking thing Deion sanders shit um and i remember the first game of the season uh that year my grade 10 year like i said i couldn't shit the night before games yeah. but all of a sudden 15 minutes before game time like clockwork go. my bowels would start working again so um i remember that that first game i went and i sat down in the stall and my body started unleashing the fury <laughs> into the stall at Velox. And my buddy, um, still still currently one of my buddies, who was a really good football player and had a more accomplished career than I did, came and sat next to me. Not directly next to me, but in the stall next Very to me. Very close. Uncomfortable. And I could hear the exact same thing happening. And he said, taking a shit? He said, <laughs> you can hear that, eh? He said, you know... Whenever I have to take a shit right before a game, that's when I play my best games. And I said, oh, really? Okay, well, I hope that works out for me. And he said, don't worry. I know you're going to have a great game today. I finished taking my shit. I rolled onto the rolled onto the field about three minutes before kickoff. 
and I returned the opening kickoff for a touchdown. You took her to the house. And it was the first touchdown yeah, yeah, of my yeah. football career. I oh, only scored shit. probably seven or eight in total in my whole career, but That's that decent. was the that was the first. And um, funnily enough, the same situation arose three weeks later. And uh, I didn't return the kick, but I returned the first punt that I returned for a touchdown well, to to three house. weeks later after the shit. So who knows? The uh, taking a poop the night before, overrated. Yeah. Just hold it in until your body literally can't hold it in anymore and then shit it out and you're going to have better luck. That's fantastic uh, insight. Yeah. Uh, advice for most people. <laughs> well, I'm uh, mind blown right now. That's uh, really good advice for uh, most people. That's moving shit. Jeffrey, do you have anything else that you uh, would like to bring to the table tonight? Man, nothing really going on. Just been uh, busy working. Nothing too exciting, to be honest. Um, Any feedback from your friends that maybe aren't in town or are away that uh, that are listening to the podcast? Because I know you have a pretty good following on social media and people that listen to podcasts. You mean those guys in jail? Yes. Oh. All of your jailbird buddies. Yeah, locked up. Don't let me out. Hard as fuck. Um, had a lot of good feedback, man. Um, even people that don't really like me have said, that's a pretty fucking dope podcast. I can't <laughs> believe that. And Well, there's a lot of people that don't really like me that much. Um, believe it or not. And uh, yeah, a lot of positivity, guys. They say we're hilarious. Uh, they could be lying, but uh, I appreciate it. Thanks, guys. And that's the funny thing for us is that we're football fans first. And uh, we've been running a hockey and basketball podcast yeah. because that's just the way that the sports go during the summer. So if you guys have any uh, topics that you want us to discuss or if you have anything that you want Jeff to measure or guess a measurement of, uh, just get at us on Twitter or Instagram or Facebook. Uh, If you want Josh to emcee your wedding, he's very funny. He's very good at public speaking. He'll be there (laughs) (laughs) wearing his bolo tie and his dress shoes and he'll be happy to do it. Hell yeah, dude. (laughs) What do you got going on, Baines? Nothing for me, man. Nothing for me. Another another day, another dollar. Uh, just happy to be with you guys and uh, really loving doing this. And uh, man, the, me too. The more uh, feedback we have from you as listeners, and the more topics we have from you, the more fun it is for us. So thank you to everybody that has written in and uh, given us some stuff to talk about. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The first couple, I was kind of a little nervous and like, oh shit, I don't want to do this. I'm a little scared and nervous today. Last week, I was fucking excited to come here and get this thing going, man. This is a good time. I look forward to it every week and. Uh, Thanks, you guys, for listening. Appreciate it. Yeah, we love you. Josh, any parting words? Yeah, you know, I got nothing, man. It's uh Oh, actually, you know what? Fuck, I do. Uh, we fucking finished uh, mixing our EP. Uh, and, Shit. And then got absolutely hammered afterward. Nice. Uh, but the, the moral of that story is that we uh, my band, Gnosis, is going with to be... With a G. With a G. It's like real esoteric shit. Um, we're going to be releasing an EP in the next, in the next couple months or so. Um, I think I talked about this last week, but our last show is this upcoming Saturday. Um, it's kind of like the end of a pretty important chunk of my life. So, um, I've been thinking about that a lot lately. That's awesome, basically man. what's on my mind. Fuck. You don't need to get that emotional. Yeah. Sorry about that. Um, but we're excited for you and we're going to be there. So anybody that wants to come down parking lot beers. Cavity Curiosity Shop, Douglas Street. Fuck yeah. Cross Parking lot beers. Us, correct? Hmm? Cross the time calling us on Douglas? Mm, give or take. Give or take. Yeah, close area. enough. Yeah. You'll see us. We'll be down there. Yeah. Thanks a lot, guys. We love you. Look into your eyes.